Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't hip for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of the shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominic? Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. I think the chat, um, much like what happened to us once on the podcast uh, years ago, just discovered that all I do is, is think of you is a Jackson 5 song. By the way, welcome to Spotify, people. Um, how are you guys feeling today? Uh, free Lotus and Don't forget, there's a whole other podcast happening over on the Patreon. It's another podcast. It's us, but it's, there's more podcasts over on our Patreon page. So. That's right. There's, there's a Monday to. episode, the Wednesday episode, After Dark. After Dark. There's a whole lot of shit happening over on the Patreon. So, yeah. Go and check it out. Go get it. Go get it. And the, the between podcasts, uh, here, yeah. Interlude, <laughs> which just happened. Yes, it's a Jackson 5 song. <laughs> yep. I think um, the album was called Moving Violations from the mid-70s, I think. Was it the Jackson or Jackson 5? I think it was the Jackson 5. It was the Jackson 5. 1975, the Jackson 5. Before they left and went to Epic. And... Um, so they, I guess Michael was was still a teenager at that point. He was born in '59. Yeah, he was here. He was still like 16. He had he kind of had his adult voice just about at that point. It's kind of same thing with the In Vogue song. A lot of people didn't realize. Oh yeah, that was uh, Jackson Five. Who's loving you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Troop song. All I do is think of you was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I know it was a cover them. for years. Yeah, that oh, was a quiet a song. That's a I Jackson 5 that. song. Yeah. Jackson 5 song. From their middle period when they were still teenagers, but they weren't kids anymore. I think uh, Jermaine was still in the group. Yeah, Jermaine was still in the group. Um, I think that when he left is when they stopped saying Jackson 5, right? Yeah, it just became the Jack. Well, they didn't. The Motown owned the name Jackson 5. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. They called themselves the Jacksons. Yeah, yeah. So I think he was he was still in the group then. That- Came out with that victory album. It was a victory. That was '84. No, it was a Can You Feel It album. When they came back, in, when they came, back, that was the late '70s. Yeah, was a yeah. Can Can You Feel It? Yeah, they had. I mean, Shake Your Body was was one of the Thanks later. And then had very few hits. Um. Heartbreak Hotel. Actually, it's not what that song is called, is it? Uh, this Place Hotel. That was later 70s, too, I think. They had a run in the late 70s, and then Off the Wall came out in 79. 
Triumph, the Jackson Five album Triumph had this place hotel. That was 1980. So was that post off the wall? Can you feel it was also on that album? So he made a, off the a wall. A lot of people then. don't know that Wu Tang's Triumph is a, a Jackson Five. <laughs> it's a Jackson Five cover. <laughs> yeah, when Tito was like, "I bomb atomically," we we're like, "Oh shit." Tito, I didn't know he had it in you. <laughs> um, I just I just looked up Can You Feel It on Spotify and there's there's a version of Can You Feel It by the Smooth Jazz All Stars. I don't know if it's the same song. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. <laughs> Whatever it is. If Kenny G didn't do it, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Kenny G. Smooth Jazz All Stars. I don't know if it's the same song. It's just the same title, but what that means. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. I'm looking at the, the smooth jazz. All stars is a four piece group. They did my Sherry Amore. They've done a few covers. I don't think you need this. I don't think you need a smooth jazz. My Sherry Amore. I don't think, <laughs> I don't you do don't think so. Either. I don't think anybody asked for <laughs> <laughs> that's what it, who asked for this. And actually really me who asked uh, for it. You need it when you can't afford Stevie wonders. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> We need a plug and play. I'm pretty sure I've been in many a fucking Publix or some shit where that, that the jazz version of this shit. <laughs> and in the background, what that is is that's the that's a wedding version. That's a that's what that is. You know, like normally, someone's family or friends will call them and say, "I heard your song on the radio with the smooth jazz all stars." It's like I heard your song in the produce aisle. I was mm. shopping. I was in the elevator, man. Y'all doing good, man. <laughs> Keep it up, nephew. Heard you over here. I was picking some romaine lettuce. Keep it up. <laughs> the smooth jazz all stars. Here's a picture of them. It's a, it's a four four piece group. All white. I'm assuming one white. Actually, one white guy. There's always one white guy. Always. Ah. They apparently did uh, Marvin Gaye, like an album of Marvin Gaye songs. I love when they do. Uh, Hip hop interpol interpolations of a uh, oh yeah, there's a bunch of jazz. <clears throat> I love that. Smooth jazz all stars does a tribe called Quest. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the same. I, I think, think there's a I think there's a Spotify station for that. It's it's uh like jazz interpretations of hip hop music. I bet that shit is so soothing. <laughs> Yeah, it's like gangster rap, but it's it's uh, mm -hmm. soft and warm. Yes. <laughs> the Bee Gees. <laughs> Smooth Jazz All Stars cover the Bee Gees. I want to. I want to see them cover. I want them covering like fucked up songs. <laughs> like I want them covering that. When I fucked you last night, baby. <laughs> Wally. Yeah, that shit gonna be banging. Face slob down, on my, slob on my knob, corns on the cover. Face down, sacks up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By Kenny G with the Smooth Jazz All Stars. Now listen to that. Then the horn starts playing. Yeah, hotel motel. Okay, Smooth Jazz All Stars is going for the coffee shop scene. They have an album called Cafe Classics. Uh, they also have an album called your Starbucks Cinnamon Sips. I guess that's more like a mm. pumpkin spice playlist. <laughs> Maybe I don't yeah, know. That, that comes out in October. Yes, white women demographic. 
<laughs> I noticed that Todd there is holding his uh, saxophone. Like he wants you to know why he's with these black men. <laughs> right. I'm not here yeah. for no reason. None of them, none of them got a instrument in the picture except I'm for him. I'm not their manager. I actually play. I'm the yes. I'm the guy with the sax. You know, he got asked that so many times too. He just carries a saxophone around. He's like, "Don't you see my wet reed? What are you talking about here? Are you with the band? <laughs> are you the roadie? No, I'm in it. That guy, <laughs> you're the roadie. Ah. Smooth jazz all stars played Marvin. They're probably great too. By the way, we're sitting here clowning. Right? Bet you they're oh, yeah. no y'all clowning. Yeah, yeah. I, I said there's gonna be flames. I bet you they're great, but you know. All their albums on Spotify are dated 2023. They must have just put everything up in 2023. They're playing. They're playing on a jazz cruise right now. Right. Yeah. Come on, across the country. Okay. Jazz cruise. There's an album on Spotify. Smooth jazz all stars cover Tory Lanes. <laughs> what? Are you serious? <laughs> yes. What the fuck? <laughs> why they know more Tory Lane than I do they were trying to go viral they were trying to go viral that's they must just be like listen we don't even know who Tory Lane is okay I'm beyond somebody to say who would they handle that he trending number one on Twitter I think there's a lane for smooth jazz yeah and and, and, and you know we don't have the knees for Megan so we gonna do Tory who else they cover it R. Kelly <laughs> yeah I'm still scrolling through their catalog they just they just cover cancel people and shit <laughs> Smooth Jazz All-Stars presents the Jonathan Major soundtrack. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> oh, no. Woo! <laughs> All your problematic faves. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. They give you an alternative to your problematic faves. Like, I can't listen to R. Kelly no more, but I can listen to Smooth Jazz All-Stars no R. Kelly. Right, they've Come got on. a Steve Linwood album and a Harry Styles album. So they got a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. I'll smoke the whole cigarette, but, you know, <laughs> here's some chewables or, or patch. Smooth jazz they've all got a, cover Najee. Najee be like, what the fuck? They've got an album of weekend covers. The weekend. So I guess they're sort of hip. They're still with it. Smooth Dinner Jazz. They have an album called Dinner Jazz. Oh, shit. No, no that might, that's a different group. Okay. Jazz, Lounge Jazz. Lounge Jazz is different than Dinner Jazz. They're going to be doing Puff Daddy next. That's going to be the only. So that's going to be, be a, a cover of a sample. Bad boy. It's going to be the only way to listen to Puff Daddy in the future. <laughs> right. Is through the Smooth Jazz All-Star because this nigga is evil. Uh, <laughs> The Smooth Jazz All-Stars has done a Little Nas X album as well. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> so they got a little bit of everything. Somebody said, take that, take that smoothly. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> There's a jazz version of Your Body's Calling? Okay. Juice World, Smooth Jazz All-Stars covered <laughs> Juice World. Did they cover Biggie? <laughs> so far they haven't covered Biggie. I feel like that would be an obvious one for them. Right. Juice XX World. To, XX Tentation. Oh, that's, that's right. So he, he definitely should be on the list. They do a lot. They got a lot of stuff on Spotify. I'm assuming they rotate people in and out of the group for various things if they need a second saxophone or whatever. Probably. You know, you would think. They got another white guy. For yeah, the horn that's, section. That's, you know, <laughs> hey guys, now, I know now a guy. we got two white guys. I know a guy. I got a guy. 
And you know you got to be good to, to hang that to hang around them. You can't be no nobody. That's not even a question. He plays good. No, he don't. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Why is Tony Dungy such an asshole? What happened? Because he gets a he gets a he gets a break for it all the time too. Just right? all the time he gets a break for it. We talked about. Was, him. I always keep talking about him being a great man and great shit. man. He's a great man, great leader, great man. I guess a Christian fundamentalist, dog. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a great leader, damn man. He's a great leader. He's a great man. Fuck this dude. That's what I be saying. Taylor Taylor Swift. What? Yeah. Taylor Swift ain't got nothing to do with fucking up football. Yeah. Right. Exactly. What, he, he said first, Taylor Swift was a distraction. First of all, said, football ain't going nowhere. As we said on Monday's podcast, football ain't going nowhere. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he we said, pull we pull up the quote on uh, on Monday's episode, but he was doing an uh, interview on Fox. And I think because they hate Taylor Swift, they baited him into talking about Taylor Swift and how football fans don't seem to be liking football anymore. There's a stat about how Gen Z, only 23% of them consider themselves sports fans. So they're going to try to make it about wokeness or something else because that's what they always do. And Taylor Swift is all about registering her fans to vote and she's liberal. Right. So he he jumped, oh yeah, the Swiftification of the NFL. Yeah, it's probably got something to do with it. He's a fucking Republican. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. <coughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to derail, guys. My bad. Christian right wing. Um, we talked about it. We, we believe me. We're uh, right. Yeah, we talked about it. No problem. You substituting for Mike B. I get you already talked about <laughs> you already talked about Stephen A. Smith too. Oh. A little bit. We talked about it Wednesday while it was happening. Um, yeah. so we didn't have all the clips, and then we talked about it a little bit on That's Monday, but saying. Then we listened to the follow-up, but as we we just really talked about the follow-up with everybody, including um, including uh, Dan, how Dan was the one, Dan and Bill Simmons are the ones who put him on. Then we talked a little bit about Dan and his, oh, you know, I just think that everybody has some good in them, and, you know, these people, like, you know, because he has these weird friendships with people, and you're like, what the, why are you fucking with this dude? Right. Yeah. You know, he's kind of, he's, kind of friends with conservatives in certain areas anyway because he's Cuban so yeah. his, his family and shit and his Cuban folks is conservative and then uh, you know he piles around with him he has that one motherfucker from the Marlins he always has on the show he thinks that shit is cute that's the dude David Sampson yeah, yeah he, he thinks that shit is cool and I'm like bro I be seeing these clips y'all put out and he just looks like an asshole and you look like an asshole for kicking it with him like Right, I would not. I would not promote my show based off of having this motherfucker on it. <laughs> and he, I mean, other times he's he's been very liberal, Levitard. Yeah. So he says, I mean, he says like he's the most liberal, like Cuban that you know he knows or whatever, and I believe him. But this is a result of that, right? Like you're still surrounded by these people, and you don't find them nearly as like reprehensible as i would right um the jason whitlock thing i understand because he's not black and it's hard for motherfuckers that ain't in the culture to call out motherfuckers in the culture because especially in that industry where the black folks wouldn't call jason whitlock out for a long time right then dan is looking around like i guess i gotta act like i'm cool with him like y'all cool with him but i think dan not being in the culture generally genuinely Fucks with that dude. That's he right. don't know. He don't like, know enough. He put him on. Jamal was like, "You didn't think to call any of us that you knew." 
and ask right. us why we don't fuck with them. You didn't need to call any of us. Yeah, I saw that clip. I mean, I saw that that episode. It was actually kind of fucked up though, because like Dan likes being salacious and overstating shit. So he overstated the shit. Like, yeah, you know, it's me and Bill Simmons that put him on. Then later on, he cleaned it up and was like, I mean, I didn't know I was helping him get the, that job. I just he just asked, could I vouch for his writing ability? I'm like, but why'd you say it the the yeah, other way at first? That made right. it worse. But Dan don't care about shit like that. He he don't mind looking bad for you know clicks or whatever. Yeah, I, I never watch or listen to his show really. I just catch the clips that because I follow him on on <laughs> Twitter, and he retweets a lot of the short clips, little two minute clips. Right. But he's gone off on Trump. He's done all that stuff, you know. And right. I thought, oh, he's you know he's a pretty left wing guy. But then he like loves Aaron Rodgers, so then he right. won't he won't Aaron call Rodgers. out Aaron Rodgers being a right wing troll. Right. Yeah, he actually called out Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> yeah, bro. What like what you doing? Dan's kind of on the Stephen A. Smith tip for me too. And I don't, I don't know which way he's gonna go. Funny. I'm like, yeah, it was. Right. Wasn't and funny. also like he liked the motherfucker he was talking about. And the goal wasn't to do seven minutes of pure fun. Yeah. Right. right. Like him trying to be like, you got 10 writers. And it's like, I wasn't doing stand up, bro. Yeah. Part of this is don't you fucking put my name in your mouth and you put me and my children in danger. Right. right. And then another part is you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> so right. yeah. Understand I'm delivering two messages at the same time. This shit can't just because if I yuck yuck it up too much, y'all gonna think I'm playing. Right. And that I'm that mm -hmm. I'm part of that it's cool to do this to me. It's not. Yeah, I'm not playing with you. Oh, he says he's education shaming Aaron Rodgers. And I guess people who have gone to community college are gonna be offended by that, maybe. Like that's such a weak critique right. of that monologue. And also, yeah. if it's if you went to community college and think you're smarter than the CDC, right? Yeah. You got to right. finish the, the whole thought. He Not didn't yet. just go people that went to community college are stupid. He's yeah. like, you're smart. You than, think you're, you're the smartest motherfucker in the world. You devoted decades to this work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they whole <laughs> life's work is this. Decades to this work. I got a four-year degree, and let me tell you something. I don't know more than Dr. Fauci, and I'm not I, trying to prove I, I do. I sure don't. <laughs> right. So, and I would not be offended if Jimmy Kimmel pointed it out in the monologue. I'd be like, "Yeah, I have zero CDC work. Like, you're right." But you got to do your own research. You got to go to YouTube. You got to go to right. the, all the forums and do your own research. It's all there. He like, man, listen. He just lucky, like he didn't call him out Stephen A. Smith style. <laughs> That would have been, if Jimmy Kimmel would have been on there, smelling like, you piece of shit. You bitch. You bitch. <laughs> I, I forgot to isolate that cloud. I was going to isolate him. Saying, his voice. You bitch. Hey, you bitch. <laughs> you like, oh, somebody's upset. Did you tell him that? Did yep. you tell the folks that, you bitch? <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> oh, man. I want to hate Stephen A, but I can't. I fuck, I'm too weak. I can't. He make me laugh. He make me laugh more, more than he pissed me off. Right? Every once in a while, he just do something that's so good. And I'm like, motherfucker, you got me back. <laughs> you fat bitch. You fat bastard. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm fat. And that's still funny. Because <laughs> he said it with so much vehemence. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And it catches you off guard when you hear it for the first. Because I was like, what is that? 
Jamel Hill said he cursed like a person that never curses. I said, that's the yes. funny description. <laughs> yes. Why does he curse like that? Because it don't flow smoothly. You no good piece of shit. Folks, <laughs> that <laughs> want to be sure you're not saying your words clearly. You're going to understand me. You <laughs> bitch. It's like he's been waiting 25 years to curse on a mic. Right. <laughs> you know he doesn't say the N-word, but boy, he was close. Yeah. <laughs> he was close. He called that dude a no good motherfucker, but like I thought he had said nigga because they blanked out motherfucker. Right. I right. said, did he say it? Like, <laughs> is he he that mad? He finally he crossed it? the line. But but did but I but then I read his lips and he said motherfucker. I was like, damn, that's almost worse. Right. You no good motherfucker. <laughs> did, uh, did, did Whitlock answer back yet? Yeah, oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, Whitlock answered back. What did yeah. he say? It was whack, I'm sure. Yeah, did it was chat. right. Na 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 boo boo. He lied. Wasn't it in the chat? No one's talking about it. That's how you know. It yeah, was. he just straight up lied. Like he said, yeah. like I didn't ask those people to be on undefeated because all those black people are unqualified and not good enough. And like, okay, well, we watched Jamel Hill. Yeah. Morgan Campbell. So is that what uh, that thing was? Because I saw Stan Barrett was posting. Stan was like, well, why yes. is everybody so successful now? Everybody. Yeah, everybody but you. Everybody <laughs> but you. Yeah, that's why I was like, everybody got receipts except Jason. Huh. <laughs> now motherfuckers got to print out emails and shit. Like this, <laughs> I man, I cannot believe how low he's falling. Mm-hmm. There was a time when he wasn't like this. I cannot believe how low Long Jason Whitlock fell. That was a long time right? ago. Right? The San Francisco Chronicle days, like back when it was like, oh, okay, this brother can, got away with the pen. That's hosting PTI and Tony Kornheiser used to call him Big Sexy. Yeah, man. Right. This dude. Right. And was getting by on the cordiality, the professionalism of all the black people that knew he wasn't shit, but were like, I don't want to like shit on a black person in right. public and it looks bad when we all fighting and shit. And let me just ignore this motherfucker. And then finally, Stephen A just, I don't know what happened, but that day he said, nah, that's enough, man. I've had enough of you. That's enough. <laughs> well, I'm not a huge fan of ignoring it and it'll go away. I'm not. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm also not a fan. Well, yeah, you know that. I'm yeah. also not a fan of, uh, well, that's just going to help them get stronger. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> give a fuck. He's, he's gonna help him get stronger with who? With that right. fan base? I don't give a fuck about that fan base. Yep. He fuck him. <laughs> it was good to see somebody finally do it, man. Because uh, what's know. good is he did it, and then the cavalry came. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, let me tell you about this motherfucker. <laughs> right. I love how everybody was like, "He's not lying." Yeah, like right. everybody was like, because you know, everybody was tagging each other, like, hey, so Jamel, what you think? I think he told the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna necessarily come down to Jason Whitlock's level, but uh I don't disagree with anything Steven said. Did you tell the folks that you bitch? <laughs> you bitch. You <laughs> that's the other thing he went the other way with it. I w- when he did the promo I said oh he gonna be yelling and right. he gonna be hype Stephen A nah he's such a genius he went with whisper Stephen A for a fucking hour <laughs> did you tell the folks that you bitch 
printed out the article and shit from his <laughs> printer. Like he's like, I got this from Deadspan. You did, you did this. This is, Greg Howard wrote the piece on you. You know, it yeah. took him twenty hours to do that. He printed through the HP. It kept telling him he needed orange. Yeah, <laughs> that Greg Howard piece is legendary. That motherfucker got passed around a lot early yeah. on. Yeah, Pat, with with this Whitlock shit, that piece was getting passed around. Like that shit was so bad. You know, that shit was so bad. Jason Whitlock was on Twitter just accusing any black person that has ever like even known him. Right. Of contributing to the piece. Yeah. <laughs> uh like and to the like he did he accused Bo Money of that shit. And Bo is is uh a dude that 100 percent would not like if he did it, he'd tell you. Yeah. And so he was like, nah, I didn't give no quotes, I didn't talk to him, but they didn't stop Jason from going on Twitter and shitting on J- Bo Money saying all that anti-black shit he said about all the other black writers, man. Piece right. of shit. Right, he's a piece of shit. I was like, when that Greg Howard piece came out, I was like, "Ooh, I didn't know this." I kind of, I was kind of already getting off Whitlock's bandwagon at that point, anyway. But right, came out, I was like, "Oh, okay, now it makes sense." Whitlock yeah. tweeted. He tweeted five hours ago a, a screenshot of an email between him and Greg Howard from back in the day, I guess, from 2014. Mm-hmm. He's still litigating that case. That case on his Twitter account. And that fucking piece was, it's legendary. Right. Yeah, so he's still he's still talking about it. That's what he does. He tries to get everyone's attention. Tugs at everybody's coat. Please please listen to my demo, you know? Yeah. And then he How the folks that you bitch. Puts up that screenshot of the of the gay the gay ad on his uh, thing. Is this what the NFL is putting out? I'm like, yeah, That's- they follow your cookies. You don't clicked on something, sir. <laughs> and that wasn't even a gay ad. It was for like a greeting card with like a provocative slogan. Yeah, like could, like a, he he interpreted that as something that it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, you know. So me thinks that doth protest too much, sir. Right. It's like, don't you know how these targeted ads work? You never clicked on something and they got this a bunch of a shit ton of ass. That's what's happening, man. Right. What did you click on? <laughs> what a clown. What a fucking clown he became. Yeah. Yeah. It's all grievance with him. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Could have been somebody, dude. Like, what a clown. And, you know, shout out to the white allies, Dan, Skipper, Bill. This is why they can't really speak for the culture, man. They were so out of touch. They didn't have any fucking clue. That yeah. no nigga was ever gonna work for this man. Right. And you didn't ask anybody black. You know, he's he's you're putting this guy. If you come up to me and you say, I'm gonna give this magazine, this black magazine to Howard Bryant, everybody would right. okay. <laughs> that that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that yeah, that sounds right. That sounds exactly right. But Who you had to go get a white person to be a managing editor. Yeah. <laughs> You tell me Jason Whitlock? You're like, that guy? Why? You're going you to have to undefeat it. The black representation of sports media. White dude is the supervising manager, dog. Yeah. That's the editor? That You can't do that. You can if nobody wants to work with you. Right. Right. They, man, I know Skipper and them was shocked as fuck when they, everybody was like, no. They're like, Jamel, you going to work for him? No. No. Absolutely the fuck not. Like, no, why did you? I'm good. She said the only time Skipper ever made her do something was a, that show about race, about Kaepernick, and and she found out Whitlock was gonna be on. She said no, 
Yeah. And then he he said, you got to do it, but you don't have to be on the same segment with him or sit on a panel with him, which is the only way he could get her to do it. It's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. And then he didn't even go get like a Max Kellerman to come and be. I can kind of understand that. Right. David Sampson, what's he doing here? (laughs) Somebody said, who? When that name came up. It's a job. Don't even make no fucking sense. Max is really just, Max has just dropped out. He ain't tweeting no more or nothing. I was expecting to see him tweeting a little bit about boxing. Is he on threads or something or is he just not on? Oh, I haven't seen him anywhere, and I haven't seen nobody retweeting this stuff. But there's been a lot of fights happening. I think he would have jumped in on. There's a lot of people I've who just don't tweet anymore. I've just kind of realized I don't mm-hmm. see their tweets, and I, you go to their feed, and they stopped tweeting months ago, yeah, abruptly. I, I think for a lot of people, I'll just say like they are getting worn out, mm-hmm. you know, just by the interaction and all the things that kind of go. And a lot of people go, "Hey, nah, if y'all want to see me, come see me in real life or on these other platforms." Are these the home? Tests? Yeah, like they have. If, if you're famous at all, you're gonna have just a hundred replies. Of trolls under everything you post. Yes, particularly now, nothing's filtered. You know, you're getting yep. a little bit of everything. You don't have those buffers that you had before. Right. I'm gonna mute Mark. Mark's on the phone. It sounds like uh, he's conducting business. <laughs> so, oh, okay. <laughs> I have a uh, mute his mic. I don't want to. We don't need to be yeah. hearing all of Mark's business. He's on the phone. Did you tell him that? <laughs> you, Did you, you tell him bitch. that? <laughs> Did you tell him that? Shit. Tell him that. <laughs> tell the folks that, you bitch. <laughs> you know what else? That's my jam. It's like Stephen A has never said bitch in the colloquial way in his bitch. life. Bitch. <laughs> right. Like you never just been like listening to a rap song and said bitch along like with it. Like he he's he has only said bitch that way. You know, he don't- <laughs> He listens to no too short. Nah, he ain't never been. Like, What's my favorite word? You What's bitch. my favorite word? <laughs> bitch. <laughs> too, too, too short need to bring him on stage. <laughs> What's my favorite word? Bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, man. You oh. bitch. Man, make a terrible bitch. He make a horrible pimp. He ain't even scared of hoes. Where's my money, you bitch? Right. This the bitch right here. Listen, <laughs> you bitch. You thought I was done, bitch? <laughs> oh, that man said he called his pastor, bro. <laughs> Preemptively. If I could do it. Preemptively. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. He is the best in the business, man. They better <laughs> get this man that Pat McAfee money for sure. Because if not, like, I do. I agree with Roger. If they don't, all hair going to break loose. That man going to leave. And I told all y'all, man. I told y'all, man. Pat McAfee shit shook the, the culture of ESPN, mm-hmm. man. I start doing their own it's shit. It's bigger than that Aaron Rodgers shit, dude. He got motherfuckers out. Stephen A would not have done this before Pat McAfee. Never. Right. Because he cares too much about his image and his bosses, man. But he he's starting to look at that bossless life a little too... <laughs> a, a, a little differently, ain't it? He's starting to look a little too but, free. He but, need to bring it in. But I'm not going to lie. I do li- I did like his recap of, of about the Golden Bachelor. Yeah. That shit was flames. Yeah. But I'm just saying, he's got to rein it in. He, he, 
getting a little too free over there. Every time his his boss at ESPN calls him, he just he's like, oh, here comes that bitch right here. Yeah, <laughs> this <laughs> a bitch right here. And hey, you know, I bet I bet you now they look at him. Then when they come, they gonna be like, but you let Pat McAfee. So what are you gonna do? Like like that's right. literally what they're saying. That's they're what going, was, yeah, that's my what, point. If 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 you let him bring motherfucking Aaron Rodgers on his show every goddamn it's Tuesday, right you better not say a motherfucking thing to me. It's kind of like when. Kirk Cousins got a huge contract and then everybody got way bigger contracts because they're like, wait a minute, if, if Kirk Cousins is getting 30 million a year, I want 275 million guaranteed. How about that? That's been my point, dog. They <laughs> they think they fucked up because it's like, oh, you let Aaron Rodgers come on. No, man. They fucked up letting that man get all that money right. in the building with motherfuckers that's more valuable than him, though. Right. Like, yep. Stephen A is the most valuable dude yep. on that network. Shannon Sharp is possibly second. Um, there's probably a few people like Pat McAfee's top five right now for sure, but that is not because of his show. It's because of what he brings to like the other shows, like college game day and shit. So like, but he's not more valuable to Steven. Ain't like, Mm -mm. no, you could replace him on college game day with Shannon Sharp if he wanted to. Right. Yeah. It would be better. We do. We not think Shannon Sharp knows college football. Right. It's really, it's more about like, he's in touch with that college football bro shit. Yeah. In a way yeah. that a grown ass man can't, like a a mature grown ass man, like you know, like Stephen A and Shannon, they're still professionals. This motherfucker come out there, do a kegger with no sleeves on and shit. Yes, he would. And, and had them fucking college kids going fucking insane. So like, he's valuable. He just ain't Stephen A valuable. The price of the brick went up because of that. Yes, right. he did. So Stephen A out here spending his own money on his own YouTube mm-hmm. channel, calling yep. people bitch. Yep. Like this, <laughs> this shit has changed the landscape, and people are slowly realizing, like, oh wait a minute, this this McAfee shit shook everything up. Yeah, the McAfeeication of, yeah. of sports. <laughs> and, and 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 that's what it is. They was like, no, what you not gonna do? You know, <laughs> well, Stephen A even said like he called his bosses to tell him what he was about to do. Yeah, but keep in mind, he said, "Tell him." Yeah, that was his platform. Not <laughs> ask. Yeah, he didn't ask, and he said they told, they begged him not to do it. Yeah, and then this motherfucker did it anyway. That's not <laughs> that's some new Stephen A shit. That's right. some shit. That's some. He, that's some. I'm on my way out the door. Shit. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to like, like if you want to. I'm not gonna be here much longer anyway. Right. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, and what you gonna do is not on your platform, dog. Right. I man, the game has changed. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah he's got, he's got fuck you money and fuck you popularity. Yeah, yeah, you know, and he and he tapping into it. He used to be like, listen, I just want to get my check. Right. I'm not gonna do anything jeopardize my check. I'm gonna keep it as real as I can, as long as I get my fucking check. And now this motherfucker's out here calling people <laughs> bitch, man. What you bitch? But they let Pat McAfee come on there and curse, man. They fucked everything up. Yes, they did. They was like, people took pay cuts and y'all let people go for this person? No, we're not dealing with this. Let a whole lot of people go. Yes, they did to to make room to pay that dude. So I could see Stephen A. Smith going, no, I'm I'm number one. I got the number one show on this motherfucker. I I am not going to be getting like the second or third and, feeling. And the, and the ratings really will go down if he's not on there. Like sometimes right. it's, you know, with personalities, they're kind of interchangeable, but I don't think he's one of those interchangeable guys. And mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of people 
that will spend a lot of money to get him to come talk about sports every day. So mm-hmm. they're going to have to pay him or he's going to be somewhere else or he's going to be on his own getting that money. Be on his own. Fox News. <laughs> He'll be on Fox News. He could go to Fox Sports. He could definitely go to Fox Sports because Skip yeah. ass is well, flailing. If, if he goes to Fox Sports, they'll get rid of Skip immediately. If he go to Fox Sports, first of all, the reunification of Skip and and shit and Steve would that shit might fuck over ESPN badly. Like mm. people will not watch ESPN to watch Skip and 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 Steve's fight. I, um, I, I can see that. But but the bigger thing to me would be what they gonna do when uh. Steve be like, so I don't know what y'all think y'all gonna pay me, but uh, it's gonna be more than Skip Bayless. I know it's right. so. That's number one rule. <laughs> I don't right. give a fuck if it's a dollar more. The point, he need to know I'm the boss when I come over here. Yeah, And that's that would be, that is where the hell might break loose over there. But man, I, I'm loving this chaos. Did y'all see they booed Jerry Krause's old wife? Yeah, his widow. Yeah, I saw that like a little while ago. I mean, Chicago fans aren't really known for being like, it's not like Philly fans. They don't have a rep for being assholes. That was bad. I think think it's like everybody says. It comes from um, it comes from that um, that bit that the last dance. Yeah, but the widow? Yeah, like we got our, we used to be a nation of laws. What the fuck? <laughs> Not the widow, nigga. What you gonna boo the kids? Like, <laughs> right. calm down, man. I don't know what the fuck the motherfuckers was on last night, dog. Yeah, he. I mean, he did have a hand in building those teams. Granted, he underpaid people and all that stuff, but you know, he 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 assembled those rosters. Yeah, that's crazy for two three peats. That's what happened when you let Michael Jordan be the the editor the of his own story. <laughs> Everybody was fucked up but me. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm the I'm the one here who kept it going. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You, I, I gotta be honest. Okay, I did lie and say that one dude talked shit about me before I dropped forty on him. Yeah. Okay, that's the one. That's the one thing I'll say. Well, I'll I give you that one. Oh, so apparently the announcers were calling out the crowd last night. Okay. Um, here's a clip of it. There's I know another. There's a clip of the actual wife in the audience and they announced Jerry Krause because they did the ring of honor is what it was. Yeah. I think they never, they never had a ring of honor for Chicago. First for time ever. That's crazy. And all these bulls players and uh, probably executives came. Jordan ain't show up. Jordan sent a video. Like he was Beyonce at the BET awards. <laughs> right. right. I don't got time. I'm torn. He looked like he was going off that shit too. <laughs> Jordan was like, hello, Chicago. You he like he had just put his drink down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, Mike looked like he Mike looked like he had just put his drink down. Like, oh, we recording? Hold on. <laughs> right. So, uh, they announced all the different people. Jerry Krause's wife, because he died some years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife is still alive. She's an elderly woman, and this is her getting her name announced. I guess on his behalf, Thelma Krause. <laughs> She was crying, man. Yeah. They fucked up for that, man. You can't really hear the booing in that clip, though. Yeah. Not, not. Apparently, it was a lot worse than it's that. It's just like, now why am I in? And I'm just the one. I'm just the mean widow. Yeah. Um. Be classy. Eight-year-old so, Thelma Krause. Thelma, her name is Thelma Krause. If Thelma that's the Krause. old lady's name. 
I, mm-hmm. Come on, they don't make no Thelmos well, no more. So they said her name, you know, you can't boo. Who you gonna you gonna boo Edna next? Edna. Right. <laughs> Who you gonna boo next? Jesus, apparently. Gladys. Santa you Claus. Gonna boo, you gonna boo Gladys and Edith? That's what you gonna do there. Right. You, just don't you gonna boo, boo Dorothy? A Dorothea? Oh, this is the other angle. This is time NBA champion, two-time NBA executive of the year. Represented oh. by his wife, Thelma, basketball Hall of Famer and former Bulls general manager, Jerry Krause. Are you serious? Uh, so some people cheered at the end. There was some cheering at the end. But yeah, she got... Oh, that's terrible. And then this is the announcers. <laughs> also, y'all suck now, nigga. Right. That y'all were never y'all were never better than when he was out there underpaying these motherfuckers. <laughs> right. Y'all need to get that back. Yeah, you gotta get the Kraus process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y'all out here paying everybody and y'all suck. Now what? Chicago is a is a, a sports town. And what we witnessed today when Jerry Krause's name was called and the people that booed Jerry Krause and his widow who was accepting this honor for him, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I hurt for that lady, brought her to tears, and whoever... I mean, the malice of the palace might have been... Hyperbole. It's oh, not the worst thing you've ever seen in your, yeah, you in your whole life. the worst thing you've seen on a basketball court. Stop yeah. it. He took Maybe it in Chicago. Chicago. You ain't never seen Secret Invasion? Come on. <laughs> in this arena should be ashamed of themselves. It was... That's not Chicago. That's New York, Philly. Chicago's not like that. We don't have a reputation of being that way. And whether you like Jerry Krause or not, that man brought six championships here. He didn't shoot a basket, nor did he get a rebound, but he he put a six. Why do I got to bring his stats up? I got to talk about his stat lines. Put six titles up in this ring. There's a lot of teams doing that one, and that was really classless. And I'm, I was disappointed in the people that moved. It was a sad thing. Left a little bit of a pit in the stomach for what should have been a really celebratory 15, 20 minutes, and that didn't feel right. I guess everyone else got cheers because they would have been they would have mentioned if other people got booed. Right. Steve Kerr was there coaching. They they waited until the Warriors were in town to do this so that he could be there. Uh no Pippin, no Jordan. Um oh even Dick Vitale tweeted about it. <laughs> I didn't know Dick Vitale. Is this a real Dick Vitale? Probably. A million followers? That's probably he might, the real. he might come, he might show up with them digits. I don't know if y'all want them in the same area <laughs> together. <laughs> Dick Vitale said, shame on those fans. Shame on Chicago Bulls fans who showed no class in booing the announcement of Jerry Krause. I guess that's Dick Vitale. This account has 950,000 followers. Gotta be him. Yeah, I'm with him, dog. That shit is classless. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Usually, there comes a point where that stuff just gets left in the past and people just celebrate. Right. You know? The fucked up part is... Now, not to be, not to be fair to these assholes, but the jumbotron showing Jerry Krause first, and then revealing that it's his widow—that's true. Because they were booing first. Yeah, it definitely fucked them up. <laughs> they should have let y'all was gonna do her. You gotta. Oh wait a minute, that's his wife. You gotta leave with the widow, dog. Yeah, right. they might have like, got the booze then. The widow of Jerry Krause is here representing <laughs> That's what they should have said. Jerry Krause. The, then they would have been like, oh, <laughs> all right. They got a golf clap then? Yeah, all right then. The old widow of Jerry Krause is here. Boo! <laughs> bitch. <laughs> that was all of Chicago no, last night. <laughs> <laughs> I what she was saying. Um. Yeah, so they have all these people. I guess it took a 
group picture on the court. Yeah, the because the fans, when they start booing, and then the announcer says it's his widow, they're not even hearing the announcer anymore no, over all the booze. can't hear them. So yeah. they've already made up their mind. You got to you, you gotta at least sing like a a church hymn, like it's, like it's the Apollo. <laughs> right. This little light of mine. <laughs> like, okay, all right. We can't boo this shit. Can't boo this. Yeah, you got to go with a hymn to start that shit off and be like, all right, it's... Now we get to Jerry Krause's widow. Is this uh would this be considered a glow up for Luke Longley? Or does it just look different? <laughs> that's that's Luke Longley. Hey, Luke grew, his, Luke grew his hair out and put on a suit. That's all. He looks the same to me. Just and a beard. He never had a beard either. Wouldn't it be right. long to be back? Wonderful to be back. I've been back in Chicago for 10 years and before that another 10 years. So a lot of things have changed and a lot of my teammates look a bit different. We all look a bit different, but it's been, fa- it's been fantastic. What have you been doing for 30 years? <laughs> oh, well, a bit of everything, mate. A bit of everything. I've been, well, as I said, I've been living in Australia. I've been raising children. I've been involved in basketball down there. I've been coaching a national team and taking my boat up in New Guinea and surfing and fishing. And, yeah, I've been having a good time. Charmaine's daughter. Uh, yeah. He's Australian, right? His best yeah. white man's life. That's him in the playing days. I remember that. See, I, I bet there's a, in Australia there are probably a lots of guys just living on the beach who look like him. You know, those mm-hmm. kind of like those beach bum types with the scraggly mm-hmm. long hair. Reminds me of Don Nelson. He reminds me of who's selling weed now if he's still alive. He mm-hmm. started a weed farm in Hawaii. Really? Yeah, you know that. Yeah, Don Nelson was selling weed. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he had a. No, I, didn't, I had no idea. But there he is, Don Nelson, a marijuana farmer. How old is Don Nelson? If oh, I was saying, if he's still alive, he's older man. Yeah, he might. He this was these are from uh, 2019. These Look articles. Like that. <laughs> so that that man is old. He's 83 years old. Are you okay. about to say yes? Because he was old when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just glad he moved on from the alcohol and got on the weed. The alcohol had him looking glossy out there, boy. I was like, oh, is he gonna make it? I guess this is <laughs> this is more present day Don Nelson. Lives in yeah. Hawaii, living his life. Looks a lot Going better. Trees, playing, playing cards with his friends. Yeah. And selling weed. Don Nelson's got his own blend of weed in Maui. That's where he lives. He lives in Maui. That's not a bad life. No, mm-hmm. not at all. This is from 2019. Mm-hmm. Marijuana farmer in Maui. Got that gold, got that gold necklace of power around his neck. <laughs> he should name, should name all his strains after his ex-players and shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, you smoking that Robert Peck? <laughs> got that Robert Peck. Who else played for him? Spreewell? <laughs> Who else yeah, played for him? I got him? that uh didn't um uh, smooth out do our we play for him? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did, yes. <laughs> Mark is muted. <laughs> this oh, show yeah. This, we this, needed Mark because we, we... Will, she was having you were having a personal phone call. That's <laughs> uh, just my mom. Oh, we don't want your we don't want your business all on the podcast. Yeah, mom doing mom things. Yeah, yeah. We, why, why does he look like Gandalf? Uh, right. That's just, this this I feel like it, this picture was kind of that me- middle period where people are growing their hair long, but it's not all grown out yet. You know. That awkward period. Uh, where's the other picture of him? This is more. Uh, he got a hat on here. This is more like. Yeah, I let all the grays out. 
Yeah, old old pothead on the beach kind of kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that him also? Damn! Wow! Wait a minute, that's not him. <laughs> that's not him. That's that's some guy with a song. Oh, oh, it's the song is called <laughs> some musician. I've been smoking some pot, says Don Nelson, on what he's been doing since retirement. <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> they ain't drug testing me. Yeah, well, good for him. You know, Bill Walton probably could do that too if he wanted to. I'm with Rod. He looked, he looked like he would do some shit like that. Yeah. Always remind me of a bourbony drunk. Every time I saw Don Nelson, he reminded me yeah. of a drunk. A I think he used to have some alcohol problems, man. So he traded alcohol for weed, probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Wizards dude, Ryan Rollins, got caught shoplifting from Target in Alexandria. That's the target they're gonna get rid of to, yeah, put, it, to put the Wizards Arena in. Is it the Potomac Yard Target? I don't know which that's that Target. If it's in Alexandria, yeah, that's a Target. Is there another one there too, or just that one? I'm sure there's one further out in Alexandria, but this is a scam. A lot of people are pulling when they do self checkout. They 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 forget to scan some things. They act like they scanned it, but they just move it into the bag. Uh, that's what that's he was. It. He did it for three months. Wow, don't it got a weight on it? Like to tell you, hey, something ain't right. A lot of them seem to have eliminated the weight thing because I think that was inaccurate. Um, I was at Walmart a couple like a month ago, and I had one of those hand baskets. I was just buying like a couple things, and I scanned all my stuff, and then I just moved the hand basket across the scanner to put it down on the other side, and everything stopped, and it showed a video from above me of the basket moving across the scanner and it said item did not scan but you move something across the scanner and they had to have a guy come over and punch in the little code and let me finish so i guess they're trying to like crack down on people moving things across that space without scanning it or you could just hire cashiers again (laughs) yes please i don't work here they just do that hire cashiers pay them a decent wage and have them do it this guy, Ryan Rollins, is 21 years old. He came to the Wizards in the Jordan Poole deal. He's one of the other players that came. Um, they released him. Target, I, there was a story a couple weeks ago of a woman who did this too. Target will track you over a few weeks or a few months. They'll they'll have you on camera stealing, and then they'll bust you, I guess, when you've hit a certain threshold of, of stuff stolen. Mm. <laughs> he has a $1.7 million salary, fully guaranteed. The Wizards could have used those steals on the court. <laughs> right. <laughs> you stealing now. Yeah. We've been on the team. He stole groceries, body wash, and candles that were valued at under $1,000 total. <laughs> like, what? what are you stealing? If you're going to steal something. Shit. Go big or go home. What is this? I hope his career can rebound from this. <laughs> I, I guess he did go home. So, never mind. Um. Between September 9th, November 9th, I think he probably went back a few times. That's what they do now. They track about to him. Have to check into prison. <laughs> and then he's got, he still has a court date. I think he's... they cut him for that reason. When the alarm went off, it was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like he's checking into the game. <laughs> <laughs> and they're fucking around like two minutes, two minutes left before your ass get arrested. <laughs> Who wants a free T-shirt? Because you stole it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
as somebody who goes to too many NBA games, that's that's that, that's what happens in the background. If you, playing overseas. <laughs> if a player steals three more items, everyone gets chicken nuggets. <laughs> From Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so he was due to receive 600000 guaranteed next year. He got one point seven this year guaranteed. Damn. I think next year doesn't. I think it's not a guaranteed multi-year deal. I think only if he right. was on the team. Um. Uh, they cut him from the team. He, well, he, he was a guy who got like six points a game, if that. He was probably third string. That's why, the they, that's why they really got him up out the paint. <laughs> right. They just needed a reason. They framed him. Yeah. They was <laughs> like, uh, you suck and we suck. So you know how much you got to suck for us not to play you? Right. A lot. <laughs> we play everybody. We We're need terrible. all the help we can get and your ass ain't helping. Right. <laughs> You know, that body wash is going to come in handy when you go applying for jobs. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you steal some suit separates while you're at it? Yeah, and those candles are going to come in handy when they cut the electricity because you can't pay the bill. Write right? the $1.7 million. Just keep it. Fuck it. Yeah, he's got, he must have some kind of issue. I mean, there was a story, a very similar one of like, just like a middle class housewife who did the same shit at a Target over a period of three months. Yeah, and they caught her. Mm. They wait until you steal multiple times. And she kept going back to the same store over and over again, thinking she probably had a life hack on her hands. They and got cameras everywhere. Don't what about that? Don't you get yeah, also it's well, it's not about the the he's stealing because he has to steal or whatever. It's kind of a impulse thing. Uh, you remember when Winota Ryder? Yeah. Yeah. She had no reason to have to steal stuff, but she well, always she, did. She's like, like you got money. Then what the hell is this? Yeah. So yeah. it's not it about is... paying or not having enough money to pay or anything like that. It's just a compulsion. Can I get away with it? The Can other I thing is like this nigga probably like six seven. Yeah, <laughs> right. You not That's you are. Thing. Can you I are... get away with it? You are conspicuous by existing. Yes, everybody's looking up at you. Like people just, don't pay attention. No one's never not staring at you. <laughs> right. You're <laughs> six seven. Everyone is wondering if you're an NBA player. Right. <laughs> he also, I, I got his Wikipedia. He has a Wikipedia, of course. He's it says six three. He looks taller than this picture. Yeah. Oh. This picture here, he looks way taller than six three. But uh, he he's a guy who played in like, you know, the G League. Like he. He probably right. has been stealing from Target well, for a long a guy time. How long are going to be playing in any league in America? He's yeah. Disease. But he's probably got a closet full of body wash. Like they probably they just right. caught him. He's been doing this shit for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, stop doing shit because white people can do it. Right. Like that's what that's what got him <laughs> fucked up. White people talk about stealing all the time. I've listened to every podcast. They do. Right. But we that is not for us. Those nope. rules. And that shit where they be like, I just, I just, I just steal what I want to. I hear my podcast. I just turn that shit off, man. I'd be like, all right. <laughs> I fast forward five minutes. I'm like, yeah, that's not for me. That's oh, by the way, for y'all. This guy, he didn't go G League. He got drafted by Golden State. Oh, God. And out of Toledo. He went to Toledo for college. Last year, he was a rookie at Golden State. And then he got traded with Jordan Poole uh, to the Wizards this year. And he got hurt last year. Came to the Wizards and he's been kind of sitting on the bench all year. So he's got two seasons of NBA money, basically. Right. A million or so each season. And the potential to make more. Let's not forget that. Right. right. And this is supposed to last you a lifetime. I potential. mean, if he goes, if he ends up in jail for this, man, they they prison basketball team gonna be hell. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they gonna be a beast out there. Mm-hmm. That's uh the Wizards had Javaris Crittenden, who he's yep. the guy that pull uh, Arenas pulled a gun on or brought a gun yep. in to confront. Crittenden later would kill a guy. Yep. He shot a guy. Shot a, sh- he shot a kid. Shot a kid. <laughs> I shot a kid. I shot a kid. <laughs> and um, I think he's out now. Crittenden's out of jail now mm-hmm. from that. So this is another wizard getting in some legal trouble. Yeah, actually, I think, yeah, he shot a woman. He killed a woman, I remember. Javaris Crittenden? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't the person he was trying to kill. Yeah. He shot, he shot like, a, 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 a 22-year-old, like, mom. Yeah. Oh. Like just just a hold the gun sideways ass crime. Here it is August 26, 2011. That's Crittenden was charged with the August 19th murder of uh, Julian Jones, a 22 year old mother of four. Mm. Uh, police, Atlanta police indicated Jones was not the intended target. They believe the Crittenden was targeting a person who robbed him in April 2011. Did he rob him of body wash, perhaps? Uh, <laughs> Apparently so. Jones was shot in the leg and died during surgery. So he probably. Shot her to the femoral mm-hmm. already got severed or something like that. Uh, so then he got arrested, went to jail, and I think he's out now. Yeah, I heard he's out. So he did like 10, he 23 year sentence reduced to 10 years is what mm-hmm. he got. Mm. And he's at 36 now, he's too old to resume. No one would put him on their team anyway, but he's too right, old to ooh. resume basketball. They're going to make a movie about his prison time called The Longest Three. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be like The Longest Shard, but basketball. (laughs) Yeah, he's uh. so this guy. (laughs) He's a, they're going to do the movie. It's going to be called Con Air Jordans. (laughs) (laughs) Con Air Jordans, starring. Con Air Force One. <laughs> yeah, Arenas didn't know who he was. Know what happens? With. What happens at in Washington D.C. to their basketball player? I don't know what happens here. Something yeah. happens when as soon as they get here, something happens. They just know. show. It's like they show up and go. This is not a serious play. <laughs> right. Like I like y'all ever had a job like that where you like, man, I, I applied for the job, I got the job, I got to thank God. And then like first day on the job, you're like, oh, this is not a serious place. Yes. Yeah, th- right. th- that's why they was like, You breathing? Start today. You were like, uh, can I wait till tomorrow? Okay, tomorrow then. You were like, oh, that's why they tired me so quickly. Uh Spencer Dinwiddie, who was on the Wizards a couple of years ago, he kind of said that uh he's off the Wizards now. He said recently that they have like no philosophy no goals he said they're just out there playing oh, to get paid He's yeah like, everybody just showing up gilbert like, arenas said that when bomani interviewed him on his podcast not too long ago gilbert arenas was like bro we were just out there like <laughs> motherfuckers just it was 12 motherfuckers out there doing their own thing everyone thought they were the best person on the team right and, and everyone was blaming everybody else for the lack of success and Bo was looking at the roster. He's like, these are not bad guys. This is like Antoine Jameson and shit. Like yeah. Karan Butler, Larry yeah, Hughes for a like, while. Those motherfuckers were like, this is not a serious job. I don't have to do the things you say I have to do. Mm-mm. Yeah, they had Eddie Jordan as a coach. He wasn't a pushover right. during that era. And then Wes Unsell was in the front office, who was like the most intimidating guy ever. How unserious was this motherfucking organization that everybody's like fucking it all? Yeah, it's 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 so bizarre because it's been that way for years through different coaches, different GMs, different rosters. 
It's always been like that. There's no philosophy. Same guy owns the hockey team. They've been pretty good, and they won a, a title a few years ago. Mm-mm-mm. So I don't know what it is. Mm. Uh, Reggie posted this, this tweet. I want to put it in the, on the screen. I just saw it, too. This is uh, Jonathan Major's new fit, I guess, his new outfit. Let's see. Like Jonathan has his own style. A hoodie tucked into sweatpants with the bottoms <laughs> cuffed. <laughs> Picture bigger. Why he looked like somebody's great auntie back in the 80s. The hell is this? Reebok pumps. He's what wearing the... Oh, he got the pumps. I had pumps, y'all. I love them damn shoes. What in the wild world of Stephen Urkel am I looking <laughs> How do you take it back to the 80s? Now, these are those. Why lift... is it tucked those... in? I'm so confused. Pants, right? This is. This is diabolical. <laughs> this is diabolical. All he had to do. Child, y'all been saying that about Cam Newton. Cam, oh, the, Cam Newton dressed like your auntie. Are the cuffs at the bottom rolled up? They yes, are. they are, they're sir. They're so okay. you can see the pumps. I thought in, you knew. I think they're tucked into socks. This is a diabolical fit, bro. I think the okay. cuffs. So, so oh he, he going for the, uh, I'm going to plead insanity, please. <laughs> yeah, all he needs is like a fanny pack, a beeper, and a Bluetooth. You come on through, yes. A big ass brick phone. That hoodie should just say, I definitely did it. <laughs> Everything I'm accused of, I did. <laughs> the shoes is sending me though, as somebody who had pumps. That's a delusional fit. Really high, too. Imagine a nigga coming to the basketball court being like, Yo, y'all, I got next, and he got his hoodie tucked in. He's got the hoodie tucked in. Why is the sleeve on his right hand rolled up? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Who, what's he holding over there? Yeah, he's got the sleeve right there. This one rolled up. This one not rolled up. This reminds me of this time where uh, I, me and my homeboy Steve, we, you know, he was like a fun dude, funny dude. We played ball at the Y, and there was a fucking old guy named Danny, and Danny would foul the shit out of people. We fucking hated Danny's ass, and he was a fucking goofball. He used to wear a fucking like halter top t shirt. And he would be like, because, you know, the sweat, it weighs you down if it gets in your shirt. And I was like, Danny, you're not dunking. You're fucking 60. Like, just stop fouling people, asshole. So then one day, me and, you know, being goofy and shit, me and Steve decided we were going to dress like Danny. And we just weren't going to let anybody in on the joke. Like, we were going to 100% play serious. And so I... We had fits like this at the basketball court. Like, oh, no. like I had a I had a, a half cut off shirt. Then I had ah, a t-shirt, ah, ah. a t-shirt underneath that tucked into my shorts, but my shorts had compression shorts under them, and my shorts was little little as hell. And we we doing the booty shorts. We won like three or four games because motherfuckers couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> we, just, we was playing hard as shit like being 100% serious it's like man go ahead man you gotta take that shit off I'm like nah man what's wrong I can wear it's America I can wear what I want to wear even fucking Danny was like man you can't dress like that I was like nigga you dress like this <laughs> that's how John, John could have played on our team that day if he showed up like that he we would have won five more games dude <laughs> The tweet says he was out running errands. He wasn't even out. He wasn't even at the court. This is just him right. going to going to Target or whatever. Just kicking it, boy. 
Oh man. MLK now, did you guys would never did you guys cuff your pants like in that middle school, high school era with like the we call them go go cuffs in DC, or at least some people mm-hmm. did. I've always had long legs. Where so you I, you I pull the cuff over and then you roll it up to to sort of taper. Nah, I, I never had it. this. I, I never did this style. Did that when I was in high school. Oh, yeah. Okay. It. Yes. I never really got into that. Yeah. yeah I didn't know how to do it here. right, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some people. Like some people had a knack thing. for it. Yes. You fold it over and then you fold. You... Yeah, you have to do it like a certain way in order to get it real. The most like I that. did was the uh, y'all remember Guru um, from um, like Dewick and Gangstar and stuff. Gangstar? Yeah. Yeah, he had this style where you take one jogging pants, pull up like over your under your knee, and oh, then yeah. pull the pants down so it looked like you got like one short thing and one long leg. Yeah, you know, yeah. With the jogging pants, I did do that one. Did LL do so that cool. for a while? I used to do one leg. Everybody up. was doing it. I did. He was Guru up. was the first one I saw do it. I think in Dewick or something, and I was like, "That's yeah. the coolest shit I ever seen in my life." They got steps one, two, three done. That's hilarious. Now the 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 way that we would do it, we wouldn't pull it from the back though. We would pull it from the front across the front. Mm. So your cuff would be like down across your shin. But this okay, is basically what it was. Mm. You you pull it tight and then you roll it up, but not too tight, but tight. But not too tight. Um, and if you did it wrong, it would come undone. It was a whole thing. Yes. Like some people, some people's cuffs stayed all day in position. Other people were constantly like unrolling yeah, them. They constantly had, had to fix it. Did y'all yeah. go to do space? People wearing leg warmers on their jeans. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that like on TV. We never did it. So this this is kind of how we had it in, in the front. Only the cool kids did it. The leg warmers. Right there in the front with some bugle boy jeans. <laughs> bugle boys, them Lees. The Lee Lee Riders. Yes. Yeah, this is kind of more on the side. This is basically what it was, though. I I mean, everyone did it. Mine always came undone. I wasn't very good at it. Oh, uh, me either. Mine were uh terrible at it. Also, because a lot of my pants were from yard sales, the, the leg was a little wider than I would want. So when you're pulling a wide ass too big for you but you're still wearing it <laughs> pair of pants you got to pull it like halfway around your leg it's not it's not like this these pictures where it's just like it's you know a little bit oh uh, i see what you're saying like 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 when you shift it around the shift is going to be longer it's not going yeah. to be like a ah so then you have this thick part where you're when you cuff it it's mm-hmm. like it's like four ply <laughs> over here and two <laughs> yeah, ply everywhere like, else. <laughs> the cuff is like this thick <laughs> right and then you you know you you just you rub up against something you know, and it just comes undone. You got one pant rolled up, one pant unrolled. You got to stop in the middle of the hallway and do it again. I remember in high school, I used to rock this look. Uh, it would be uh, overall shorts with a silk shirt underneath, a silk printed shirt underneath. Come on through, boys, with, the man. With combat boots. Combat boots. Yeah, with combat boots. With black combat That's the next level shit. <laughs> the combat boots. I used combat to rock boots. that shit all the time. I rocked um the overall overall shorts with a uh sometimes I rock it with no shirt. Over I remember people did that. Overalls with no shirt. Yeah. Texas uh, Midnight Runner. Yeah. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> this is kind of how our cuffs look, except it would always point inward. This one would come from the outside and go in. Like, you know, see what I'm saying? It wouldn't be matching. It would be right. in opposite directions. That was and very. Y'all, y'all were probably too old. So y'all missed out on the uh, 
wearing your clothes backwards or inside out, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I was crisscrossed. So I feel like y'all would have been like two or three years no. older than us. Right. Yeah, I was in right. I was in my senior year when crisscross came out. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah. I used to love like wearing crisscross in middle high school. school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We used to do them last. Y'all, y'all were just old enough to know how stupid that shit was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. How, how your parents mad as shit because you don't went through 45 pairs of socks because you did the white and the blue, then the white. You had like six pairs of socks on. <laughs> <laughs> I would rock the overalls, but then have one strap hanging. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we used to do that too. Yeah. All, and then my teachers would get fucking down, mad. Put the strap my, back and then let the let the thing flap over like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my teachers would get mad and try to fix it in class in front of everybody. I used to rock uh, baggy pants with suspenders with the suspenders down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember people did that. The suspension. Yeah. yeah, that was a that was a thing. It was, it was I mean, actually you for people. Bugle boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Bugle boy jeans. Yeah. Bugle fit me well. I remember those. I used to like those pants. Like, Duckhead. They suspenders. came. They came with suspenders. Yeah. Did they? Mm. Some of them, not all of them. Not all of them. Not all. I remember they had like pockets everywhere. They had like different kinds. They had stuff with basically extra that- pockets on your leg. Yeah, they had a swatch. You had to go to Jeans West, go around, or what was that other one? It's like uh, Oak Tree. Oak Tree. <laughs> Oak Tree. I remember that one. Did y'all have cross colors? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That work. was that was back when uh, Malcolm X and shit was in fashion. X right. hats and yeah, everything was red, African black, and colors. green. Yes. Mm-hmm. You had to wear the shorts. Everybody everything was colorful. Yeah, ass medallions going around their necks. Going to mall, walk past vines, merry-go-round. Come on through. And cross colors. <laughs> yeah, I think cross colors well. were like right after high school. I remember people wearing them more mm-hmm. on TV than in person. I didn't really know a lot okay. of people who wore them, but that was a cross colors and Carl Kanai was like everywhere on TV. Yeah, I, had, I had I had cross colors. I had Carl Kanai. I had Jabos. Talking about Coca-Cola and Benetton shirts. I had a Benetton shirt, but here's the problem with Benetton shirts. You couldn't wash them. Because mm, really? the colors would bleed. Mm. Yeah. So you could just throw it in the washer and wash you it. You had to hand wash it or something. Take it to the cleaners or hand. Dry wash. clean. You uh-huh. somebody had to tell you. Once I realized that, I was like, I'm wearing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was an error right there, man. Yeah. Just be in the mall. You got to live and learn. <laughs> go, 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 go. Everybody bust out, do the running man. Red, black, and green, everything. And Yes. Oh, man, I dropped my pretzel on my Coca-Cola shirt. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, no. And then, like, right after that, it felt like people went preppy a little bit because it was like, Carl Kanai, Jay Riggins, uh, yes. Tommy Hill oh, figure. Jay Riggins. What is it? That crew place? L.A.? Uh, what is it? Uh, LJ Crew or JC Crew? Yeah, JC Crew. Like that. J yeah. Crew. Yeah, J Crew. There you go. Yeah, like it went preppy, like right after the black African everything. It was like, all right, guys, Negroes need jobs. Yeah. It's time to button it up. <laughs> yeah, back to us. Well, then Michael Just Jack- like somebody. Michael Jackson started walking around with penny loafers on. Everybody was like, I'm going to get a pair of pants. <laughs> I'm going to get a pair of penny loafers. I think I had those exact pair of jeans. <laughs> Bugle Boys right here. I probably did at some period of time. Stonewashed. <laughs> Or acid washed. Man, they only $17 now. Might get a pair of them shits. This is on eBay. Someone's just yeah. selling their old jeans. I was going to say, them shits was not 17 when they came out because my <laughs> parents know? was not doing that. Yeah, them shits was like $40, $50. <laughs> I used to get everything a year late because they go to the outlet mall. 
And I'm like, Mama, don't nobody wear duck head no more. It's like, well, you do. Because <laughs> that's all I'm buying. That's what's two for 25. So that's what you wear. I definitely had a pair with the pocket right here on the thigh. Yes. I definitely had those. And like the extra seams just randomly running down the leg. I had those. Yeah. And, and, and them shits would be, them right there probably be above your ankles too. Yeah. And he just, oh, and he was 30, out there 30? doing the running yeah, man. That's definitely above my ankles. <laughs> I was doing the running man. Just hey guys, why is no one joining me? Come on, guys, let's do the running man. You got to live and learn. I was like, Andy, yeah. calm down. Yeah, man. we used to move with your break of sweat. You'd be like, God damn, that's a workout. Brothers and sisters. That used to be at every beat. Every right. beat had brothers and sisters in it for some reason. Me and my Sky Jordans. It's doing the running man. What are these? This is next level right here. They got the extra fabric in the knee for these bugle boys. Mm, protection. You don't wear them out. Tapered and cuffed. They got like elastic on the on the ankles. Damn. I don't remember that. Me either. I remember those. Elastic on the ankles. Wow. Yeah, even even listening to it just make me want to like <laughs> go listen to some old portrait. Right. <laughs> what I need to what I need to find is some parachute pants. Come on through parachutes, me and MC Hammer. You couldn't tell me shit. I, I think that's that's I'm gonna do that next. I'm you gonna, bring parachute I'm, pants back. They better be for I'm, Halloween. Find me some parachute <laughs> pants. Yes. Come out, pull out the patent shoes with the thick shoestring. Mark, you just gonna rock the hammer pants everywhere? Like just, just like no, nothing. not hammer pants, parachute pants. Like Jonathan Majors. You might, you might be a little young for that. Around. Okay, maybe it's something. There's a difference parachute? between the hammer oh, and the parachutes. Yeah, well, okay, because they both look the same to me. No, parachute pants and hammer pants are different. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Parachute Parachute pants, pants, yeah. Pockets on them, zippered down by the ankle. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, I feel like I I we all we always just thought of hammer pants as like as like exaggerated parachute pants. That's what I thought they were. Yeah. Um <laughs> for breakdancing because they were like nylon material. Yeah. Mm. What and about they float and were airy too? <laughs> you can move them. Yeah. You can move them shits. What about jams? Did you guys wear jams? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never had them, but oh, everyone I else had did. jams. I had jams. Just a little bunch of colorful flowers all over your pants. Probably so. I like flowers, so knowing me, yes. All right, y'all. I hate to they are brightly colored. Yeah. Need to cut this off, but we're doing four hour shows now on Saturday. All right, we gotta go, guys. All right, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> so listen, what's gonna happen? Andy and I have are talking about this, is we're doing four hour shows now on Saturday. So when we start at 12 30, the plan is to be done. And this is for people behind the scenes, the Patreon people or the Patreon people know all this, but it's two episodes for your free freeloaders. That's four hours of recording over two episodes. Over two mm -hmm. episodes. You guys get the Thursday one, everyone else gets Monday and Thursday. So we're going to start recording at, at uh, our time, and then four hours later is when we're done. Yeah, right. It'll be a little more structured going, a far more structured going into going into this year. So when we see the everybody, when you see that window coming, <laughs> start getting in what you have. To say. <laughs> How do y'all do? Do y'all have a time timer out on y'all's? Uh, depends on what we're doing, but for the most part, no. Um... But, you know, it's like on days like today, we do our feedback show and it's as long as people have feedback. Some right, days, 
right? Right. Yeah. Hours. Some days is an hour. That's a special show, though. You know. Right. right. But on a normal show, uh, there's no hard out, but I try to keep it to like an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, it just really depends, but you know, that's what I like about doing it ourselves. But yeah, I right. totally right. get it. Yeah, so we just try to get a little structure uh, to our lives and to this show. Mm-hmm. A little more. We're we're. Not, we like being loose, obviously, because we work well. Well, we are- do a lot of uh, rabbit holes and, right. you know, a, a 10 minute topic becomes a one hour topic. Right. And so and that's why we don't that's why we don't always get the feedback. But but that's part of what we do well, I think, too. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So yeah. that's so for any of you, uh, Patreon, uh, Spotify people go over to the Patreon. There's yeah. Freeloaders. Yeah, there's a lot more shit over there. So I want to thank Rod and Karen. Be sure to check out their podcast, The Black Guy Who Tips. You Join the pay. Did you tell them about the Patreon? Yes, I did multiple times. Okay, tell the folks about the Patreon. You join bitch. the Patreon. <laughs> you you sign up for the Patreon. You bitch. Bitch. <laughs> tell the folks that. Huh? You listening? Yeah, you bitch. You, <laughs> you do that, bitch. Tell the folks that. You, you freeloading bastards. <laughs> You uh, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Did you tell the folks that? Did you tell that the folks that? He's the greatest. You he bitch. the greatest, dog. <laughs> uh, I was looking for you, uh, Dom, on the first one. I have, my, I have my characters for this vamp, for this werewolf. <laughs> I've been looking to start writing. I started writing it. In, oh. In so. Congrats. Started, uh, <laughs> yeah, cheap piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, piece of yeah. So I started writing it. So I have the characters list. I was talking about it with Elena. So, so oh, you shall see. I'll keep at it. But I have. Uh, I'll tell you the the characters. Do I have in here? Yes, I do. Two Are they based on real people? No, my protagonist is Kane Lupin. Kane Lupin. It's pronounced from mm. an aging werewolf who, while being hundreds of years old, presents in human form as a tall, bald, lean, middle-aged black man, solitary, lone wolf. Highly intelligent, good-natured, but mysterious. Doesn't offer much of himself nor his background. Found abandoned as a baby by a natural-born werewolf couple who turned him raised him as their own. Is currently teaching high school history. Uh, secondary character is Lakayan Talbot. Youngish, natural-born werewolf who presents in human form as a mid-height, strongly built, baby-fro-quaffed black male. Impulsive, dynamic, and short-sighted. Barely 100 years old. Kane's ward. Child of Kane's longtime friend who's deceased. So... I think Elena is kind of leaning on me to go in the direction of having him basically want to push Kane out and take over for Kane. I don't know yet. When he pushes him out, does he say, Bitches leave. Or is that, are you going to write that in? Yeah, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. got to be in there. I don't know if I need a, I need a protagonist. It might be <laughs> the boy, his ward. Might be another protagonist who stirs something in the boy. Then maybe he wants to join forces with him and then maybe joins back. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. That's all I'm giving Lakita. That's all I'm giving. <laughs> also, the, the, names, the names are from Kane is from Canine. Lupin is it's uh Latin for wolf is Lupa. Lupo. Lupus. Lupus. So yeah, okay, I'll keep fucking with it. I actually started it though. So there you go. <laughs> Yay, starting. Now, I don't want to tell y'all how many things I've started that are languishing on my computer right 
that's a story for another day. Hey, but it's a new year, new you. So yes. <laughs> yes. Starting yeah, starting and finishing are are two different things. Yes, but there's they are. There's value in starting things and not finishing them because it's it's something, mm-hmm. you know. So in the impending weather situation here, I'm gonna be making myself a pot roast tomorrow, slow cooking it. And then I'll be able to eat on that for the whole week. I don't know when it's supposed to get bad up here. I don't know if it's just in case. Yeah. Now the, the, the cold's gonna be in the middle of the country. I don't think it's gonna come here. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then, then I think I'm gonna make me some beef jerky tomorrow. It's supposed to be cold oh. in the morning. It's cold. It's Wednesday. It's down to 19, 20, down in the 20s. Oh, is it getting that cold here? Starting yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. they, get, they, they get. just moved the football game to Monday. Oh, did they move it? I didn't know yeah, they, they moved I... that Bills game. They were like, okay. y'all motherfuckers crazy. Oh, they did move it. Yeah. Josh Allen's about to call in sick. <laughs> <laughs> they still going to do that Chiefs game, ain't they? Probably. Yeah, because that shit on Peacock. They. They like, look, man, uh, it is what it is, players. <laughs> you know what we signed up for. It's going yeah, we signed that deal. Yeah, you better go ahead and... That's what the money for. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'll that's probably, what I'll we probably make chili. Yeah. You know what? You don't like it being cold? Y'all motherfuckers should have played harder in the regular season, Miami. The game could have been <laughs> at y'all house. <laughs> right? Y'all <laughs> fucked around, and this is what y'all got. It's so cold here. They moved up the day of the Hello Fresh. We normally get it on Sunday. It came today. They was like, nah, oh, we ain't getting caught in that. Here's, here it is a day early. Here your box. <laughs> All right. Extra fresh. Y'all, come on back. We will be here for y'all. Uh, we'll be doing an after dark on Wednesday, so we will see what the cold looks like. <laughs> By then, we'll we'll all have something to talk about. Yeah. All right, everybody, be safe. Try to stay warm wherever you're at. Don't get caught out. If you lose power, make sure all your things are charged up. You know it's coming, so make sure everything's charged up. Y'all take care. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Karen Morrow. I'm Rob Morrow. You bitch. <laughs> I'm Brother Mark. <laughs> we have three guys on. Bitch. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> you piece of shit. 